Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. In this series, we are examining every single goddamn page of Palladium's Beyond the Supernatural RPG to determine what is the dumbest thing on that page. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. If you'd like to play along at home, this is Beyond the Supernatural 2nd Edition, the first printing from January 2005. Today we're discussing page 254 of Beyond the Supernatural. We are still in the monsters section, and today we're talking about gremlins. Gremlins are just about what you'd expect. Quote, gremlins are wicked pranksters with a cruel streak a mile wide. The creature stands about two feet tall, has a pot belly, hairy legs and arms, pointed ears, slanted red eyes, large clawed feet, and an oversized sneering mouth with jagged teeth. It goes on to say that they have, quote, an uncanny natural mechanical aptitude the little demons use to sabotage electrical and mechanical devices with the intent of causing trouble, destruction, and death, ideally en masse. Gremlins delight in scaring people, creating trouble, and causing humans to suffer and die. They think of it as great fun to cross wires, short-circuit electrical systems, deactivate warning systems, tamper with a vehicle's brakes, cause mechanical failures of all kinds, large and small, often in progressive sequence, knock out electrical service, deactivate or jam weapon systems, start fires, and vandalize. All of this, impeccable. I don't have a problem with it. Gremlins are great modern-day supernatural menaces. They're sort of like pests. They can be very dangerous. They can be fatal, but they're also a little bit funny. They really hit that like modern paranormal urban fantasy vibe of little magical creatures running around in modern places. They're a little goofy for trench coat horror specifically. You know, it would be an unusual day when gremlins show up in like Vampire the Masquerade or something like the X-Files. It would kind of have to be like the comedy episode. But you know, if you're getting away from the grimness and grittiness and you're moving more toward a general urban fantasy thing, then sure, gremlins. I was having a lot of trouble with what to talk about today because as I was going through the text, Everything seems pretty cool. All those ideas for ways gremlins can cause trouble, not too bad. When you kill them, they vanish in a shower of electrical sparks and hot ash. Excellent. Their mechanical skills are slightly weaker than I'd like, but that's a nitpick. They take double damage from weapons made of or plated in copper, and if they're bound in copper wire, they can't escape. Great touch. They're very curious about machines, and so you can lead them into traps. A great weakness. All of this seemed very solid to me. The adventure writes itself, right? Starts with just uh, mysterious irregularities in how some kind of device or system is working. You send in the investigators. Tech problems befall them, starting with mere impediments, eventually becoming dangerous. They're scary. They're threatening. They're also a little bit funny. Eventually, you escalate to actually seeing a gremlin. Maybe there's a witness there who actually saw one of them but has been afraid to tell anybody until the paranormal investigators show up and they're like, oh, yeah, before the equipment failure, I I saw a thing two feet tall. A weird little creature. I haven't wanted to tell anyone. I was afraid they'd think I'm crazy. And then you're like, don't worry, you're not crazy. It's just that gremlins are real. And they're probably going to try to blow up this power plant. And then you chase it around. You have a big set piece. It all seems perfect. Set a trap, bait it with some cool tech, make a net of copper wire. Fantastic. But just as I had sort of finished building up this whole scenario in my mind, like, this is perfect. This is good. This is what I wanted from Beyond the Supernatural. I turned my attention to the art on this page. You can find it on Instagram. But I'll tell you what it is. It's two gremlins um, violently assaulting a PC with like an old CRT monitor. One of them is perched on top of said monitor and has just bashed in the screen with a crowbar and is looking just thrilled with himself. And the other gremlin has just broken the keyboard in half against the PC. 
This is like the laziest artistic way to express what gremlins are about. And not only lazy, but inaccurate, kind of short-circuiting, if you'll pardon the expression, the very cool uh, hook, the very cool scenario that's being fed to you by the actual stat block. The whole point of gremlins, the whole thing about gremlins, and by the way, allow me to direct you to the Monster Man podcast, where there was not too long ago a special episode about gremlins that covers a lot of this material. As always, I recommend Monster Man. Uh, They covered a number of other uh, monsters that we've talked about in this section too, like the Banshee and the upcoming Hellhound. But anyway, gremlins, I think, are really about like the seemingly inexplicable mechanical failure. They're about like the complex machine and something goes wrong, and you're personifying the inexplicable and frustrating mechanical failure as this like mischievous little uh, impish creature. That's great about gremlins, just in and of themselves. I'm a fan of gremlins. But also, it's great for the Just for Kicks masquerade. This is a missed opportunity because just think about the monsters we've covered so far and how many of them are plausibly deniable. Like, I'll give you the Banshee and the Bogeyman. Okay, somebody heard a weird sound. Somebody saw a tall, drunk person fighting a cat. Okay, strange but not obviously supernatural. But a skeptic, a negapsychic, say would really have to put on their thinking fedora to try to explain away a boshala, a brain burrower, which in the average adventure you are likely to see crawling into and out of a hole in someone's skull. Uh, The Dar Ota disguises itself as a sexy human being, but all the rules point to ways that you can reveal its true hulking reptilian form. The Devil Ghost, it looks like a devil, it looks like a ghost, it kind of looks like a weird angel, its head looks like a rotting skull, and its feet are in the shape of bees. I know it doesn't like to show itself, but if it does... The old weather balloon line isn't going to cut it. The ghouls, clearly rotting humanoid bodies. The dibbuk, two giant gorilla arms and two little arms in the front. So it can grab you by the shoulders, shake you back and forth and say, monsters are real, you fucking dunce. Even a lot of the entities produce pretty visible manifestations. And they're not really smart enough to cover their tracks, right? So they're not great for the Just for Kicks masquerade either. Gremlins, though. Mischievous little creatures who mess with technology, which is is known to be prone to, like, inexplicable failure, these monsters are running the perfect grift for the Just for Kicks masquerade. They don't want to be found, they're smart, they're crafty, and they're causing big trouble that can be plausibly explained away. And here they are, in their moment of glory, in an illustration, taking a fucking crowbar to a CRT monitor. Nice and subtle. Way to befuddle the lab technician the next morning. Gremlins, good work. I'm sure they're going to walk in, find this monitor bashed in, and a keyboard smashed in half, and one of them is going to say to the other, Computers, am I right? Must have been a bad update. Damn that Windows 10, blowing out my monitor like that. Even a nega psychic, when faced with this, they're not going to go right to Gremlin, but despite themselves, they're going to get pretty damn close. Just powers of deduction? A total skeptic is going to say, Okay, what reason tells me here is that a sneaky individual got access to this room overnight and smashed in this monitor with a crowbar. And that's true. That's the solution. That's the case. For the first time ever in the history of Beyond the Supernatural, the Negapsychic cracked it for any monster, but especially one as potentially subtle and interesting as the Gremlin. When the Negapsychic is on to you, you fucked up. This illustration is the dumbest thing on this page because it suggests something more like Gremlins from the movie Gremlins, who are going to run around and cause carnage and be very obvious. That's not what's described in the text, and crucially, it is not what this game is about. It's what other games are about. Like, this is how gremlins in uh, Pathfinder, say, would work. And so this isn't just a matter of, like, slightly inappropriate art. The art's going to convey to the reader, this is how you use this monster, and it really, really shouldn't be. This is a huge missed opportunity if you believe the art and have your gremlins run around just bashing computers with crowbars. Anyway, it hardly matters whether the gremlins work for the Just for Kicks Masquerade or not, because that concept we've been struggling with this whole book 
is about to get a final slap in the face in the Hellhound entry, which begins next time on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been Mega Dumbcast. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret Patreon-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that RSS feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact or check out the show wherever you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. MDC, Palladium Books, Beyond the Supernatural, and all associated trademarks are property of Kevin Simbita. This season's theme song is Horizon Ending by Soft and Furious, whose work you can find at loyaltyfreakmusic.com. Dumbheads, I will catch you next time.